Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Tragic. I am one of your co-hosts, Ryan Peruzzi. Joining me, as always, is my buddy, Alec Trippin. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Been sick three uh, three times in a row now, but uh, yeah, getting through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, tired. Did not get much sleep, but uh, glad to be here. And uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot. We have our top ten movies and shows. Talking about Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, and a tiny bit of news, but not much, just because we do have the list, recommendations, the usual, besides our top ten. Okay. Uh, and I know it's weird to have a top ten at the end of February, but we are hoping more things would become streaming, and they were not. No. <laughs> so, essentially, if if uh, some really highly acclaimed movies are not in our top ten, it's just probably because we didn't see them. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's my number my number one uh that's my banshees this year, I guarantee oh, it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> probably uh for twenty twenty three. It's probably gonna be my banshees. Alright. What are you uh playing and watching lately? Uh well I did uh finish True Detective, uh season what is this, four? Okay. And uh I was uh I don't know very middling on it i was uh hoping for a big reveal that never that did come but it didn't feel like i we were working towards it it felt like we were just Mm -hmm. being told it um so i don't know great performances i think um the writing itself i didn't particularly enjoy um so I, i don't know how did you feel about that one I liked it. Um, I liked it more than season two, especially. Um, yeah, I think I would agree on that for sure. But I think I like season one and three more. Um, and uh, yeah, the original creator just kind of being a piss ant. Yeah. Um, Boo boo shit shit crybaby. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's weird because he's an EP, so he's getting money from this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just... that makes it extra <laughs> shitty. It's like you're okay, sure. Yeah, just um, chill and chill and enjoy it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that what's her name is coming back to run season five because it just makes all the shitty people angry. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> makes, that, that makes me happy. Um, um, yeah, but uh... but yeah, I I enjoyed it. But yeah, I I do agree that the reveal was um, not like super satisfying. Um. But I think overall, I enjoyed at least some of the character work, and I enjoyed the characters themselves. So, mm. um, yeah, and we'll see uh, what season five brings. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, what else? So, <laughs> other thing I've been watching. I actually was surprised that I started it so quick because I, I didn't think I was going to have Netflix, uh, and I actually don't have Netflix again after watch or starting watching this. It just kind of stopped working again uh but the new avatar the last airbender uh um, oh yeah oh i i'm not even gonna bother <laughs> i i i'm enjoying it because i'm not trying not to compare it as much i even though i'm trying not to i still am because you know it's one of the things we grew up with um but uh casting phenomenal I think every casting choice has been fucking, like, perfect so far. I haven't seen the whole cast yet. But, uh, 
other than that, it feels like they kind of cut some stuff out that I'm not excited about, but it is what it is. Uh, it's, you know, it's Netflix. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I don't, I'm not happy with what they said about Zuko's dad and how they're handling that character now. He's a loving father. I'm like, that's completely uh, defeats yeah. uh, Zuko and then Sokka. Uh, having to learn to appreciate and respect women. That whole thing is just completely cut out. Like, his sexism is kind of part of his character in the early parts of that show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also, apparently, did they take out the, like, the whole thing of, like, not really bringing up the, or no, they did bring up, um, uh, they kept the genocide of the airbenders in there, but they don't want to have a character be slightly sexist. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they made it very, uh, very it's a, that's, visceral too. Are, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, okay, sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna ignore it. Uh, it's yeah. Just, it's well, just, I, I just have, I have a lot of other things I can watch. So yeah. Well, and, on and a, enjoy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On, on another note for Netflix, I'm not sure if maybe they got the distribution rights for this after it was already made. But I've also been watching a show called House of Ninjas that is specific to Netflix. Um, it is fucking really good. It's only eight episodes long. Um, and it's literally about a family of ninjas that work for the government in Japan. And uh, they just are, like, trying to be a normal family after a tragedy. And they get pulled back into being ninjas. And it's just okay. stupid in the best way and the action is fucking fantastic uh are you gonna watch that shogun show yes definitely i've heard it's nothing like great that's 100 percent right now yeah. it's getting like tens all over the place i think it's on hulu right now yep um so i'll probably i don't know i'll probably play more elden ring today like i that's because it's all i've been doing um <laughs> yeah uh last thing i'll say is i started watching uh blue mountain state again i don't know if you remember that show oh no uh, yeah we talked about that yeah i love that show um, yeah my ex introduced me to that one. Oh, really yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah i'll be i'll be brief um it's uh fun it's ridiculous it has reacher in it who's the uh he's the best character in the show <laughs> uh yes dad yeah um and there is i know that people use this as their their shitty little um uh explanation for why things aren't the way they are anymore but this show would not be made anymore and that's the real truth about this one so yeah <laughs> yeah it, it gets away and, with a lot <laughs> yeah and for good reason in this one I, there there's some really it's wow not it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not the best either. Yeah. <laughs> it's not trading places. <laughs> True. <laughs> but it, it is it is Spike TV at its height of being Spike TV. And it's better it. than Entourage. <laughs> yeah, probably. In terms of how it treats females and whatnot. Because um, Entourage... Um, yeah, that, that show aged... That show aged like a glass of milk in the Arizona sun. Oh, um, but uh, that it for you? Or yep, uh, that's any, it. anything else? All right. Yep. Um, I platinumed Tekken 8. Oh, shit. 
uh, yeah, like I said, just online trophies are pretty basic, so, um, and then I platinumed Elden Ring, mm -hmm. which That's crazy. was, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I did sort of, like, the hardest part of the entire platinum, which was Rani's quest, or Ronnie, Rani, Ronnie, um, mm. her quest, uh, cause it's, like, seven steps, and you could easily fuck it up, mm -hmm. um, and lock yourself out of the one th one of the endings, and, oh, thank God for Cloud Saves, Alex. Because <laughs> I was able just to save right before doing all three endings, and mm -hmm. then just load it back up every time, and do get all three oh, endings God. within, like, two minutes of each other. That's good. <laughs> so, um, some people might call it cheat, I just call it smart. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I did it all in my, uh, <laughs> my, my outfit looks like if Mysterio had sex with the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's fucking, it's fucking incredible. Uh <laughs> um, I want to see it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll send, I'll send you a picture. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've watched True Detective as well, and then I've been watching, um, been watching uh curb your enthusiasm final season this year mm -hmm. um which is um incredibly <laughs> show's been on for 20 something years um <laughs> 20 22 years technically mm -hmm. um i sent you the picture though um oh. uh <laughs> and uh <laughs> holy shit yeah <laughs> that's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah, I know. I love my character. He looks so cool. Um, yeah, I made a cosmic mage essentially, um, mm -hmm. which uh, yeah, some of those boss fights. Uh, not ashamed to say, I just called in some people to help, especially because some of them. It's like I'm a mage. I'm not very fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a glass. I'm a bit of a glass cannon here. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, especially Melina. I was like, no, this is impossible on my own. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just impossible on my own. And people are like, well, just change your build. I'm like, no, I want my trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do it legitimately one day, but right now I just want my trophy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Curve, it's been super funny. I actually found out I hadn't watched season 11, which surprised <laughs> me. Um, and it might be my least favorite. Oh. Besides, I'm trying to think, season 5? I want to say, um, yeah, but just an absolutely fantastic show. Um, still kind of watching X Files. It's just my fall asleep to show right now. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I just got to the Fluke Man episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't know, the Fluke Man um is a creature that just comes up through the toilet and bites you in the butthole. Um, <laughs> that's something he can do for sure. I guess. <laughs> um and then oh i watched cabinet of curiosities oh yeah yeah um never watched it really enjoyed it i haven't finished mm -hmm. all of them but i really enjoyed what i saw i especially really liked graveyard rats mm -hmm. oh yeah um, uh that, which had david hewlett from stargate atlantis i was looking mm -hmm. at him because he had all the uh pear like <laughs> the old 1800s beard on mm -hmm. so i didn't recognize him i was like and then one light, I was like, oh shit, that's David Hewlett. And um, didn't realize he's kind of a Guillermo del Toro player. Uh, he's oh. been in a couple of his things now. Hmm. Uh, did not realize that. Because I did not see Nightmare Alley. Yeah, me neither. 
Um, I, I still have not watched that, so... Um, and then me and the, the girlfriend uh, finished uh, Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's my favorite Mike Flanagan project of oh, all. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I just, I love it so much. Um, movies, I did watch the Marvels, finally. Mm -hmm. uh, really fun movie. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet, but that's what I've it's been actually really, constantly. It's actually fun 90-minute movie. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. I enjoyed myself. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice to see Brie Larson get to not be just Miss Amnesia. Mm -hmm. uh, she got to have a little bit more of a personality this time around, because uh, well, that was a lot of the criticism, which I, I didn't love Captain Marvel. I thought it was fine. Um, I think you and me saw that together, didn't we? I actually don't yes, remember. Yes, we did. We did? I think we did. Okay. I think we did. <laughs> um, Dune, I, you know, before part two, which I got 27 points from Dune part two. Thank you, yeah, Dos Villanueva. <laughs> uh, for giving me just those free, sweet 27 points there. <laughs> um, finally got to see Saw X. Absolutely loved hmm. it. Might be my favorite Saw movie. Still kind of debating that in my hind, in my mind, in my hind. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> debating it with my hiney. Um, <laughs> I finally watched also The Hunt, uh, mm. which is a uh, the political movie, Alex. Uh, <laughs> a oh, satire, yeah, yeah. political satire, um, with what's her name? Oh God, I'm forgetting her name from Glow, the blonde. Yeah. She's I can't remember fucking incredible right She's great. in this movie. Yeah. I want her in more action movies, and she was just so fucking funny. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I know there's two movies called The Hunt, one of which actually has Mads Mikkelsen. Um, very different movie where he gets a, a, accused of a, I think, um, like, child predatory shit. Um, oh. Very different yeah, movie. I don't, I don't think I know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's The cover is just... Mads looking sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad Mads. Um, yeah. Talk to me. Finally watched it. Um, mm -hmm. It was great. Or, I want to say, it was good. It was really good. Didn't love it. I think it was a little... I want to say hyped up, because I, I hate when people say that. Um, I think it was my expectations of A24, kind of. It was mm -hmm. more of... It reminded me of how I felt about Green Knight, which is I appreciated it more than I liked it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, because Green Knight, I actually wanted to love Green Knight, and I just yeah. didn't end up loving it. Um, uh, because that trailer is looks like the most Ryan shit ever. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it. I was like, <laughs> oh, that was good, but yeah. Um, did you see Talk to Me? I did see Talk to Me. How uh, did you feel about it? I it did not talk to me. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, I did not enjoy it. Uh, almost at all. I don't think. I, and that really, <sighs> I I think maybe it just hit me at the wrong work. point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the camera work a lot. Yeah, uh, and it's from two YouTubers, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, yes. And if anyone's curious, uh, Chris Stuckman, who's gotten a lot of flack for his lack of a Madam Web review, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, which <laughs> I'm like, did those people actually watch? what he talked about <laughs> he was talking about studio interference mm -hmm. and how he's like this feels weird to to fully critique because it's so obvious that there was a million studio heads yelling at this woman yeah. which is true because she directed a fucking episode of succession 
and it's one of the best episodes. Mm-hmm. So obviously she knows how to direct. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, look at Spider-Man Three. Same thing. Sam mm-hmm. Raimi knows how to direct. Look at Spider-Man Three. That movie's a hot mess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, um, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about talk to me, and somehow yeah. gone to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, then. I- uh, yeah, no, it is from two YouTubers, but yes, uh, Chris Suckman has a interview with one of them. Um, it's like a thirty minute interview, and he, the director seems like a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Um, they they seem like nice dudes. So, and he was yeah. asking Chris about his movie and asking him questions about his production, um, which was you know uh, that was just nice because like uh, he didn't make it all about him, which yeah. Sometimes that can that can happen, um, but yeah, I thought it was it was good, not great though. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am. Uh, I think it's obvious it's not going to be in our top ten. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I got two last things here. I, I apologize. Thanksgiving, uh, the Eli oh, Roth horror movie, super mm-hmm. fun. I had mm-hmm. a blast with this movie. Um, and then I finally, finally, finally watched Parasite. Holy oh, fuck, shit. what a film. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus effing Christ. I was just like, yeah, this movie is that, like, I, I believe the hype now. Um, mm. I was genuinely wondering how that movie was going to end, and how it ended, I did not expect. Mm-hmm. That was fucking nuts. Um, and there's just that one shot in that movie where, uh, no spoilers, but someone peeks their head up very slowly, um... And it's one of the most horrific shots of <laughs> I've ever mm-hmm. seen. <laughs> it was I'm like, dude, please make a pure like single shot location horror movie. Mm-hmm. He is so Bon. What's his name? Uh, bon, bon Junho. Bon Junho, such a master at building tension. Mm-hmm. Um, like Train to Busan does the same thing, where it's just like I wonder if the Last of Us TV show got some notes from Train to Busan of like just showing the little tiny implements. Mm-hmm. Like police cars slowly going by, hearing sirens in the background, um, seeing fires off, you know, like mm-hmm. I it feels like Last of Us definitely took some notes from that. Yeah. Um but yeah, Parasite, what a fucking film. I, mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Uh we have a tiny bit of news. Um really just three trailer talks and then or two trailers and then um just the Fantastic Forecasting here, but Deadpool 3 trailer, what did you think? Or Deadpool uh, and Wolverine, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'm actually super excited about this. Um, I I wasn't sure if he was, or if Wolverine was just going to be a, like, uh, quick jump in for maybe, like, ten minutes and be gone. Uh, obviously, he's not going to be now, and uh, I am fully aware that this is all incredible nostalgia bait and I am oh, yeah. going to watch it, and hopefully I'm going to make some points from it. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think you will. I think you'll get into the 80s there. High oh, 80s. Damn. Yeah. I'm thinking high 80s. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was cool seeing the original actor that played Pyro from the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing him back. Uh, that was weird. I was like, holy crap, I didn't even know you were alive. Um, oh, shit. I don't know. You know, people die. Um, and then uh, next trailer X-Men 97 Uh, what'd you think Uh, 
I'm a little worried about animation style, but that's mm-hmm. not going to stop me from being super excited for some more X-Men shit. Uh, yeah. I'm just, uh, you know, you know how I am about X-Men, everything. I'm wearing my fucking Wolverine fucking uh, sweatshirt right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh man, Gamma charging up Wolverine's mm-hmm. claws. I I screamed like I um, <laughs> I oh I I howled. I shrieked <laughs> very high. Um, and then there was some nerd talking about how that's not Gambit's powers work, and I'm like, nerds were a mistake. The jock should have won. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I That's was true. like, "Fuck off, dude! Just have uh, I'm like, mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm, no. yeah. Just enjoy I... things sometimes. It's... <laughs> <laughs> His powers don't work that way. I'm like, there's a fucking blue demon man that can travel through a dimension of smoke that smells like shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Oh, oh Fantastic wait. Fantastic four. Before what? we get to that, I would like to uh, laugh at the people uh, online who are doing their usual thing that we all knew that they were going to do. Oh when, my god, yes. With uh, X-Men. Uh, it, X-Men's it's, gone political. Yeah, it's gone X-Men's woke. gone woke. The fuck were you watching? X-Men's all I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what these people watch. I don't know how their brains work. There's a piece missing. I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to laugh at that for a minute because it's oh, just. <laughs> it, I I saw that and I was like, I'm getting off Twitter for today. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that's enough internet. That's enough internet for today. Um, yeah. And then let's talk about the Fantastic Forecast. Pedro Pascal is Mister Fantastic. Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm, which I am. That's probably my happiest mm-hmm. uh, casting in this entire thing. Uh, Joseph Quinn, who you would know from uh, the breakout in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, season four, as Eddie, as Johnny Storm, which I think is actually really good casting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people are... He's not handsome enough. I'm like, well, one, that's just rude. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's just mean. Yeah, and then Evan up. Moss, Buck Rock, as the thing, which I also feel like is very good casting. Cousin. Um, he knows how to play angry very well. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and usually, I, the, usually Ben Grimm is a bit of a pissant, so yeah, <laughs> he's not, <laughs> especially for the first movie, because mm-hmm. uh, he's not used to being. Remember in the uh, oh, also can we laugh at people actually having revisionist history about the two thousands movies and that, that they're actually oh, yeah. good now? Yeah, which I'm like, are you talking about the same movie where Ben Grimm turned back into a thing just so he could use a ret? Just so he could use a fire hydrant when he could just, I don't know, grab the wrench? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is that the same? <laughs> Are those yeah. the same movies we're talking about? Okay, yeah. sure. There there were good, like, uh, moments between characters. You mean but just overall... uh, Jessica Alba just being there? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are probably the best parts of those movies. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, there there shouldn't be like people going, "Wow, this is this was uh, amazing back in the day." No, no Galactus no. was a cloud. <laughs> oh like, man, yeah, and people were trying to be like, "Actually, that makes a lot of sense." And I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> "I so it's it's insane, dude. It's insane." Yeah. 
revisionist uh... history, especially now Thor Ragnarok. Taika Waititi made one okay Marvel movie, mm. and the entire internet hates him, along with Pedro Pascal. All of a sudden, people are sick of Pedro Pascal. Really? Oh, uh, that's hmm. what I've seen. It's really weird. He was the internet's boyfriend just a year ago, and now um, it's that Dark Knight quote. You live... <laughs> uh, you live long enough to be the hero, and you become the villain. Uh, what, uh, I forget the exact quote, but yeah. Well, I actually want to... Like I want to say something to that point. Uh, I guess this might work now. I actually didn't think that he was a good choice for Reed Richards because Reed Richards is a huge asshole, and it's hard for me to see Pedro Pascal as a huge asshole. He was kind of a dick in Game of Thrones. He was a pompous ass. I guess, yeah. But I just, like, see him now... I mean, he was such a pompous ass, it got him killed. Yeah. <laughs> got his, he got turned into a fucking tomato. <laughs> a squash tomato because he was such an arrogant prick. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're selling me on it again. But, yeah, that was my, my whole thing about it. I'm like, I like him too much. He's he's not going to be a good Reed because Reed is just an asshole. I hate Reed. Which is, which is why I actually bought John Krasinski because... Um, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but Jim is like the biggest piece of shit in all the office. <laughs> I'll just say it. All right. Yeah. Let's get to our. Uh, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna uh, elaborate on that. It's gonna let people sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Top ten shows or movies first. Uh, let's do shows. And do okay. you want to start at ten uh, each, and then just. Uh, sure. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh. Honorable mentions. I actually forgot to do that part of it. Um, I don't. It's okay. I just have one. So okay. yeah, I just have what if season two. I just want to say I liked it a lot more than season one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> I enjoyed myself a lot more, and I thought the animation yeah. was much better. I liked that new hero that they introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brand new character. I'm like, can we get her in live action? She's fucking dope as shit. Um. <laughs> I forgot her name already. I, I like her so much, I don't know her name. Um, but I would say also uh, my most disappointed thing of the year, and I'm not going to rag on it. You know, I don't want to do that. But uh, just the old jacket season two. Mm. Um, it being probably a top three show when that, you know, the first season came out. And now it's not even, it wouldn't even be in my top three. 15 of this year maybe Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy (laughs) yeah so just just want to point this uh yeah it just really bummed me out uh i I guess we'll do it like we did last time 10 10 9 9 yeah sounds good um okay so my number 10 was uh ahsoka um all right i've already talked about ahsoka so uh i have not much to say there uh, but yeah, I, I just really liked it. I'm excited for season two, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. Okay. Uh, yeah, my number 10, actually, <laughs> uh, after I finished it, I did enjoy it. Uh, it also, this will tell you how few things I really enjoyed oh, no. this uh, year TV-wise. Uh, I actually put number 10 as Twisted Metal. Um, it was just oh, okay. so fucking dumb. And I, I just to watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just I gave that my number ten. It's it's a weird, weird show, and uh, for some reason there's season two, so I'm in for it. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Uh, my number nine is Loki season two. Um, mm, nice. I think one of the better seasons besides WandaVision from this whole Disney Plus era uh, streaming shows. I think it's yeah, still behind WandaVision for me. Um, mm. I uh, it's it's tough though because. I did not like the finale of WandaVision. It just turned into another MCU movie where people are just fighting mm-hmm. in the sky with some giant... I don't know, there's colors in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Know, that it's every other superhero or big budget movie thing. Um, so, but yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And the fact that it didn't do that, it stuck to its formula and it stuck to just being a character story. I just really uh, liked it for that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, what was your number nine? Uh, my number nine would be uh, Castlevania Nocturne. Um, oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, mm. it's sequel to just normal Castlevania on Netflix. Uh, animation still holds up. Uh, very interesting story with my favorite Belmont. And I don't know, just can't wait for it to keep going. <laughs> I, I... I love me the Belmont boys. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, my number eight, Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, we kind of mm. discussed this already, but yeah, just really enjoyed it. Um, it was a bit of a, not a bounce back. I don't think he's, it's, I don't think uh, Midnight Club was necessarily bad, but it just didn't click with me. Um, mm. And yeah, I just really liked how every episode was, it's not really a spoiler. You kind of know the formula as soon as it happens. Um, that one one member of the House of Usher just dies every episode in some really sometimes fun or brutal way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the acid rain in particular was fucking gnarly. Yeah, um, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. That's when I was like fully in on the show. I was like, okay, we're gonna mm-hmm. do this because this, yeah. this, this is like a war crime that someone just <laughs> did. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Fall House of Usher. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one will be What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it's still the ah, same yes. show, uh, <laughs> same formula. Still love it. Still stupid, and I love my dumb, stupid uh, vampire show. So just keep it coming. <laughs> really need to watch that show. It feels like the spiritual successor to um, Fly the Concords in terms of comedy style so <laughs> i really need to watch it um all right number seven uh beef which has been winning so many awards <laughs> mm-hmm. just all the awards ali Wan and steven yoon just winning everything uh great show and then just announced a season two uh which is interesting now it's just gonna be an anthology show apparently mm-hmm. um interesting so yeah what's your number seven uh, my number seven is uh, Strange New Worlds, or Star Trek Strange ah, New yes. Worlds. Uh, this was a good season. I think I enjoyed it more than the first season, um, but it uh, still left us on kind of a uh, strange point for a cliffhanger. So I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to next season, if they're even going to do it with the weird place that Star Trek is right now. Uh, right. So, yeah. That's my uh, number seven. All right. Number six for me, uh, Poker Face. Uh, Really enjoyed it. I love Natasha Lyonne. She's just wonderful. Um, You know, representing us redheads out there. And, uh, (laughs) 
yeah, this really funny show. Ryan Johnson and her uh, apparently they're super close. Uh, they apparently they're both crossword nerds. I'm not surprised that Ryan Johnson <laughs> is a crossword nerd considering he loves he seems to love puzzles. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just an all around really funny fun show. Kind of case of the week or person of the week. Um, yeah, if you miss those days of sort of like Columbo um, esque mm-hmm. sort of storytelling. And sort of like Monk, too. I highly suggest it. Um, mm-hmm. It's on uh, Peacock. Nice. Uh, my next one is... Our lists uh, are very different, by the way. Our lists have been very different. Last, I feel I like know, last I like time that. we did this, it, there were very... <laughs> um, just kind of shows in different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm kind of so, liking that. Yeah. Uh, gives us gives finally our, uh, our individuality, because sometimes we have such a close uh, idea of what our uh, tastes are <laughs> uh, indeed i will go with uh gin v is my next one which is the spin-off of the boys which with, with every spin-off being like kind of shitty for superhero stuff in some ways uh mm-hmm. not all of them obviously but um this was a just big surprise and how much i really enjoyed this fucking show um yeah, Amazon. Uh, if you got it, watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that probably would have been my number 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoy it as well. Uh, number five, Fargo Season 5. Um, it was awesome to get John Hamm as a villain. Um, honestly, I thought he was going to be the hero because he's, like, on the front cover. <laughs> so I thought he was going to be, like, the detective of the show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a cop, but he's he's a naughty cop. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just really great. And uh, John Hamm walking menacingly to a slowed-downed version of Toxic by Britney Spears is one of the best things to happen <laughs> all last year in TV. Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> it's actually, like, a genuinely fantastic moment. And uh, check out the cover. Uh, if you could just type in Fargo um, Toxic. Um mm-hmm. You'll probably find it. It's really, really good. Uh, it's one of those breathy covers that you see in trailers. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, all right. What is your number five? Uh, my number five is The Peak of Dad TV. Uh, it is Reacher, season okay. two. Uh, really fucking wow, enjoyed it. your top five. It. Yeah. No, I fucking, I loved every second of this. It was just uh, fucking Detective Hulk walking around doing his fucking Detective thing. Detective Hulk. Yeah, just like literally kicking the front of a car and making the airbag go off and fucking knocking someone out in the <laughs> the seat of the car. It's fucking ridiculous. Like you know, I, Amazon's actually been killing it this year. So yeah, there's another yeah, Amazon yeah, show. Been, uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Smith. I still gotta watch that. Yeah. Oh, I started watching that. I actually completely forgot about that one. Uh, that that's fucking fantastic so far. Yeah, I need to I need to watch it. I need to watch it. Um, I'm glad. What's her name is not just the girl from Pen Fifteen anymore. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just all everyone ever called her for. Now she's Mrs. Smith. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, number uh, four. Yeah, we're on four. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might come as a shock to some people by actually how low this is, but The Last of Us season one. Oh wow. Um, obviously I loved it. Um, but. It is an adaption of something I already do love. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there were some... 
things in it that I kind of wish came more full circle, particularly um, the whole thing of, like, if you touch the roots on the ground, um, it calls for them. It happened mm-hmm. once, and then mm-hmm. never came back. That yeah. bothered me <laughs> to introduce <laughs> something and just completely leave it out. Thought mm-hmm. it was weird. Um, but other than that, loved it. Absolutely excited for season two. Um, mm-hmm. when I, I assume spring 2025. Uh, that's what I'm, yeah. I'm thinking spring. So, um, yeah, absolutely loved it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your number four? My number four is Vinland Saga season three, which, uh, mm. I don't remember if I talked about this at all. Um, I'm going to throw in a little bit of spoilers here because I don't know if anybody even really knows what this is who's listening to this because <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's an anime uh, based in um, like Viking times. Uh, mm-hmm. The main character is uh, kind of thrown into this world becoming kind of a horrible person and having to be a horrible person for two seasons and then season three he is uh trying to mend his ways and it's a very interesting uh way of showing a character that's uh you're supposed to think is the the good guy this whole time even though he's doing horrible things and realizing he is really just a horrible person that's finally finding himself but uh yeah, yeah. Uh, give it a shot uh i think that one's on netflix too but yeah. I think it might also be on Crunchyroll. So we talk a yeah. lot of shit about Netflix sometimes, but you know they look. We just talk about how much shit they put out. They do have quality yeah. products, mostly TV. Yeah. <laughs> let's and be I, I... let's be frank. It's mostly TV, and then unless you get someone like a David Fincher, mm-hmm. um, one of those type of directors, they're mostly gonna fall into that Netflix sameness. Um, yes. Also, I do think there's something to it to everyone gets paid up front. (laughs) Maybe they don't necessarily (laughs) want to bring their egg because they got the paycheck. Um, I'm not saying that uh, artists are going to just do that, but you know what I mean? Like, mm. I I think it's also uh, their their in-house production because they they get the license for things uh, that end up being really good. But you can tell when their in-house productions are being used. Like, yes, I uh, can tell when this is, oh, Netflix bought this. This is not a Netflix original. You, you yes. can just tell when you literally watch something. Yeah. Um, it's like, um, what was that really generic spy show that came out last year? Um, oh, shit. The Night uh. Agent? Oh, yeah. And that got like... That is the most <laughs> generic... Mm-hmm. That's gen- like that's dad TV. That's <laughs> dad TV. Also, uh, we need to stop doing government conspiracy theory movies because obviously that shit doesn't hold up in real yeah. life. Why would it hold up? <laughs> yeah, in movies, <laughs> which are the more fantastical versions of real life. Mm-hmm. Um, when real life becomes just as silly, uh, it's hard to make it. Uh, Veep, yeah. Veep was just like wow, they're kind of topping our craziness in our own show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Julian Lewis Dreyfus <laughs> was like, "Yeah, we really had to amp it up because they were amping themselves up." Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious to think about uh, mm-hmm. and scary, terrifying. Yeah, um, yeah, very. 
<laughs> number three. Mm-hmm. Barry. Season four, yeah. the final season. Absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. I loved the ending. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not a... You know, it's not a happy ending. There's no mm-hmm. way this show was going to be a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I just... I uh, feel bad that Bill Hader didn't get his send-off because the bear just exists now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and is now the king of uh, stealing every comedy uh, award. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, man, there's got to be so many shows I'm like, oh my god, Succession's out of our way. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> we have a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Dave season three. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I really love well, this it's just season. just white men names. Uh, for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of uh, Dave's music, but I, I do really love his show. Uh, it, That's it, interesting. Yeah, very weird show. Uh, and the, I don't know if I. Sh- it, spoiler for Dave season three, but there is a very large cameo from Brad Pitt in the very in their very last episode of the show. That's and, fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, that kind of <laughs> threw me off guard. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Now, so if, you said, kind of if you said the... Matt Damon, I would not be shocked. Because yeah. he just cameos in everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a fucking MCU movie, for God's sakes, for five seconds. That's true, huh? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my number three. Uh, what's your number All two? Right. Uh, the Bear, season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, just absolutely loved it. I just blew through that entire show in just a couple of days. Very stressful. Very mm-hmm. uh, um, going to pace. Uh, gonna pace around the room and watch <laughs> kind of show yeah. um the famous moment of the 200 fries the 200 shakes the, 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 the like <laughs> the 200 of everything apparently that actually happened uh because the big guy on the show he's actually a real life chef mm-hmm. um and so he kind of brought his expertise and they all went to culinary school which i think is really cool um oh, so that's why it looks very legit and i loved loved when um i'm sorry like i said i binge this all in two days so i do not remember any of their names um the guy who makes desserts um oh yeah i can't remember his name right yeah now, yeah but, but his uh over the across the country or yeah. overseas uh episode will polter fucking just fucking incredible um i think that could win directing for a comedy mm-hmm. episode um and then the Evan Moss all, um, episode was also fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Bear Season 2, absolutely loved it. Um, but yeah, what is your number two? Well, <coughs> my top two are going to go real quick because uh, you've already covered them. Uh, Last of Us. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, Last of Us is uh, my number two. Okay. Uh, yeah, really loved it. Um, I don't think it would have cemented this high up if i didn't cry like a baby for uh that one episode the the bill episode so yes yeah <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no fantastic show like you said there are some some issues but uh i'm still looking forward to season two uh yeah what's your number one succession season four 
I just want to bump that goddamn theme song right now. God, that shit's a <laughs> goddamn banner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Succession. Succession season four might be in like my top ten seasons of all time. Oh, if shit. I really had to break it down. Um, mm-hmm. I just can't believe that they pulled off a character. I'm not going to spoil. A character that <laughs> kind of changes the course of the world in a bad way um and i'm not even joking when i say those and by the next episode you're crying for him i don't know how they did that but they did um (laughs) yes the the writing is just (coughs) immaculate like i've just score directing um sometimes it's interesting how it's kind of shot like a uh um um like 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 a documentary like really mm-hmm. dramatic crash zoom like zooms into people's faces as if there's a camera crew there um really interesting just the way they direct episodes too so um and then the finale was incredible just a really great um final episode and um yeah i do think it just deserved all the ac- like accolades it got over the years, and yeah, it's pretty, pretty nuts. That I cared so deeply about so many pieces of shits, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it was, yeah. I, I I need to. I'm probably gonna do a succession rewatch at some point this year. I don't know when, mm-hmm. but damn. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, uh, but what is your number one? My number one is the bear is the season bear. two. Yep. yep. All right. <laughs> it's hard hard not to keep it there, uh, in at the in the top five with how fucking amazing it was. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. All right. That was just TV shows, people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to our movies and a uh, few honorable mentions here. Um, for me, I will say um, Saw X, just outside at number eleven. Uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, number number twelve. Oh, kind of yeah. crazy that that movie is that low for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, uh, Barbie, Infinity Pool. There was just a lot of really good stuff, and then there was uh, you know the bottom. Because um, <laughs> I have thirty six movies logged for twenty twenty three. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. My I, I won't get into. I, and if I had to pick a movie that I was the most disappointed by this year. Oh boy, um, it'd probably be Quantumania. Oh yeah, actually, I I would one hundred percent agree with that. Uh, that's fuck. probably my most. I was really looking forward to that movie, and I was just like, "What the fuck happened to you, Peyton Reed?" <laughs> 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 uh, and then also, I I enjoyed Rise of the Beast. Uh, could I use more beasts though, Alex? I don't know about you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Only Optimus Primal got the talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michelle Yeoh as... Um, oh my god, why am I forgetting her name? She was the hawk um, in the movie. But yeah, no one else cheated or no one else got any dialogue. Uh, which disappointed me. Uh, Rhinox. Um, no Dinobot. I wanted my boy in there, but you mm-hmm. know. Alright, let's get... Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh... Not really. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, 
I need to start logging in on the same app that you're using because I uh, had a hard time and I went back through every single one of my lists and the, a lot of the things that I had on my lists, I just didn't feel like deserved to be in the top 10. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, the movies <laughs> were kind of rough this year, even though there are a lot of good ones. Um, putting them in a top 10 uh just kind of a weird weird thing for uh having so many good and bad movies after yeah, covid hit. <laughs> I, I do want to shout out horror in the high desert too i thought that movie was really interesting uh, oh, little, yeah. found, okay. little found footage movie movie um if you don't mind those but um it's kind of edited horribly but i really liked it <laughs> which says a lot about me um yeah, it's an editing mess, but I still enjoyed it. But yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. Number ten for me, uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Um, mm -hmm. Probably um, just this movie's a miracle, in a way. Like it shouldn't be this good, and yet it is. Uh, my favorite joke in the movie still being when the paladin is walking away, and Chris Pine just goes, "He walks so straight." <laughs> and then when he's, he's, what's he gonna do about the rock oh oh no he's just gonna go over it okay <laughs> like just uh so God. fucking funny mm -hmm. um but yeah uh what was your number uh 10 uh my number 10 was uh guy Ritchie's the covenant uh it oh. yeah kind of a weird pull for me uh i <laughs> uh ended up watching it randomly like uh like four or five months ago okay. um yeah it, kind of interesting uh afghanistan uh there's a, an interpreter that's trying to make his way to the u.s and uh ends up uh getting stuck in afghanistan and uh jake gyllenhaal has to save him and it's it's just a pretty good movie <laughs> okay all right yeah. uh number nine for me when evil lurks Mm -hmm. uh, this is a uh, Shutter movie, I believe. Uh, Alex, this is how you do a goddamn possession movie. Mm -hmm. uh, not some little girl tied to a chair, saying swear words, um, you know, and then that's just the movie. Yeah, like, you know, every other possession fucking movie in existence. Mm -hmm. um, this one just really has some imagery that will never leave my brain uh oh, particularly somebody just eating someone's brains out of their skull like it's a bag of fucking popcorn oh my god <laughs> just walking with a corpse of a child doing this uh and like the way that the light is shining on them it's just like the silhouette and uh holy shit <laughs> Um, just an absolutely, and also the main character, completely unlikable, a fucking idiot through and through, constantly oh, keeps making mistakes, mm -hmm. um, but somehow you're still rooting for him. The movie's just really, really good. I highly recommend it. Um, mm -hmm. have you, did you get a chance to see this? Uh, no, I haven't, unfortunately. Uh, I, it's, I, it's pretty big bummer, because... I think you'll really love it. I think you'll really <laughs> yeah. love it when you do. Mm -hmm. All right. What is your number nine? Uh, my number nine is speaking of uh, exorcisms, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Um, ah, okay. 
I had my problems with this movie, but I still, it's still Evil Dead, and yeah. I just, uh, you know, I still really enjoyed it. I loved the monster at the end. Um, the acting was great, and you know, it's it's an Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll be back for Evil Dead with this new sequel that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, another spinoff. All right, number eight, The Killer. Um, kind of already talked about this on the podcast. You and me kind of talked about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, David fin- Fincher is the killer. I don't know where this would rank among Fincher films. Obviously, it's not... It's no Zodiac or Fight Club or, you know, uh, or Seven. Mm-hmm. You know, I think those are my top three. Um, yeah. But, you know, this is... I like this better than Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I... If we ever do a David... I was looking, I'm like, oh, we could do a Fincher run. And then I was like, oh my god, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh I my god. think about that. I was like, I forgot he... That's such an un-David Fincher movie. Mm-hmm. It's like when Wes Craven did that romantic movie or whatever. And like, Sauna the South or whatever. I forgot. Oh, I forgot what it was. Um... But, yeah, David Fincher's The Killer. Really good movie. Uh, check mm-hmm. it out on Netflix. Um, I think there is some things with his character and how he says be de- a- detached from emotion. You know, he has this kind of, uh, what's it, like a thing that he constantly recites himself to keep him in his zone. Mm-hmm. But yet he's doing, this out of re- he's doing what he's doing out of revenge. So it kind of contradicts but i think that was the point i don't think that's a writing issue i just think that you're just kind of making it seem like no you you care more than you're letting on um kind of thing i don't think it's a writing problem just want to just want to point that out in case you do watch it and you're kind of like well this is a bit of a contradiction (laughs) uh what's your eight uh my eight is uh reptile uh this is uh, Alicia oh. Silverstone, uh, Benicio del Toro, and uh, for some Alicia reason Justin Timberlake. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's murder mystery. Uh, it's very. I don't know who to compare it to, but it, it is very dark. It the characters are kind of strange. Even the main characters are kind of strange, but uh, oh, that's, I think it's that's. that's... That's. I mean, we'll get into that with Sounds of the Lambs today. Clarice meets some colorful characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely go watch it. This is, as we were talking shit about Netflix, it's another Netflix original. Yeah, yeah, so it's so, a killer. But again, yeah. <laughs> that's a David Fincher. I think they just give David Fincher money and let him do his thing. Because um, mm. that's what <laughs> I would do. <laughs> but... uh all right, and we don't really need to talk about this movie at all. John Wick Chapter 4, so, uh, yeah. for number 7 for me. So, yeah, don't need to <laughs> say anything more. We covered it. So, what is your number 7? Uh, well, mine is uh, actually Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't enjoy this as much as I enjoy all the other Mission Impossible ones. I think this... Besides well, two. Than two. Besides... Yeah, I, I, that one just kind of <laughs> disappears off the list somehow. Uh, but I think this is It my... might disappear when we cover those movies because <laughs> it's the only movie they've never referenced, Alex. <laughs> Fuck. They well. still refuse to... No Tandy Newton, nothing. It's uh, mm. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. 
But I mean, this says a lot about uh, Dead Reckoning that it is still in my top ten, being my least favorite uh, Mission Impossible other than two. Like this is still a fucking great movie. Uh, so one of the hottest casts ever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, true, true. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like Vanessa Kirby <laughs> and Haley Atwell. I was like, woof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, good lord. <laughs> and now they're both MCU. There's three mm-hmm. now three MCUs in this movie, by the way. Jesus Christ. Between <laughs> Palm Clementine, Haley Atwell, and now Vanessa Kirby. Mm-hmm. So Jesus. that's kind of <laughs> Yep. All right, just look yours? at the Creed movies. Literally all the three leads are MCU people too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right even sylvester stallone because he makes a cameo yep. as one of the original guardians all right number six guardians speaking of guardians guardians of the galaxy volume three for me um <laughs> not sure if this is my favorite guardians movie i think i like it oh it's it's tough i think it's a really i think when you have to debate it with yourself i think you got a really good trilogy so mm. i think that's a good thing um yeah, this movie made me uh, weep like a baby. Um, mm-hmm. Just absolutely <laughs> heartbreaking. Uh, really fun villain. Uh, obviously a heinous villain, but uh, you love to hate him. Uh, James mm-hmm. Gunn did a... And PETA named James Gunn like their person of the year, which I thought was funny. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, because it did bring on... They, it was... Is that movie PG-13 or pg Guardians PG-13. 3. It, okay, has it has to be. to be. It has to be. Uh, especially for animal cruelty scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really, really good movie. Um, I like that Rocket got his due. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he got his, essentially very much his own movie. Uh, it was nice seeing Chris Pratt be funny again. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't been in a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't funny in Love and Thunder. You know, no, like... He just... uh, he was just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's it for Guardians 3. Uh, what is your number six? Uh, my number six, I'll just do uh, this one real quick. John Wick 4. Uh, All right. All right. <laughs> yep. yep. Covered it. So we're good there. Number five <laughs> for me, my number one superhero, or number two superhero movie of the year, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> nice. God damn, what a fucking movie this is. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I just love this movie even more. Um. Mm. Such an incredible goddamn soundtrack. I was so angry to not get nominated for the Oscar. I know it wouldn't win, but just a nomination would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actual teenagers. Uh, and I cannot wait because we're going to be getting like a bunch of shorts this year in Paramount Plus in this mm-hmm. universe. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for that. But yeah, just um, good for the parents. Good for uh, good for the kids, too, if you got them. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's on Amazon Prime now also. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've seen it there. Yeah, yeah. So Paramount, uh, Paramount and um, Amazon there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. watch it, love it, laugh. Mm. All right. What is your right. number five? My number five, in a similar sense to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, I have Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. I did not get. I don't have Apple, so. Oh yeah. This probably would have squeezed. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons out of my top ten, but yeah, I just don't have Apple, so I didn't get a chance to watch this or Monarch. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's very good. <coughs> yeah, sorry about the cough, by the way. I've like oh I yeah, said, you're still... you're still getting over your sick. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, but um, yeah, very very good movie. Um, I felt like there were some weird choices in editing, but uh, that's why it's <laughs> so far down on my list. Um, but I still think it was a great movie. And that's the most uh, Ryan ass thing you've ever said. um yeah that's coming from me too so that's i never usually bring that stuff up so (laughs) but uh yeah it's still a great movie um apple plus uh free to watch finally so yeah yeah. all right number four and mine is uh oh i my top horror movie of the year everyone's favorite alex everyone's beloved skinnamarink uh oh my god (laughs) <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, I've watched it now like four times. Absolutely love oh, it. It's one of, I don't know. And it's very obvious that uh, Kyle Edward Ball, I think is the name of the director. Um, I follow him on Twitter and he's like, ah, oh, yes, happy birthday to one of my heroes, David Lynch. I'm like, and I remember <laughs> Alex, what did I say when I talked about when I recommended it? It's a very David Lynch type <laughs> feeling of a movie just a waking yeah. nightmare type of fi- feeling <laughs> so it made all the complete sense to me see guys mm-hmm. sometimes i do somehow i always bring up david lynch in every episode um this is uh today's <laughs> uh way for me but see i don't just do it i was right <laughs> <laughs> i was right with this one <coughs> um yeah i think it's still on hulu um if anyone's curious, Alex, did you ever get a chance to watch this? Or <laughs> no, I haven't. There's there's some movies that I know I need to be in a mood for, and that's definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is just a, um, you know, I just feel like feeling. I just feel like watching some nightmares. So let's put on Skin and Marine, mm-hmm. um, or I just put on a Razorhead one of the two. Um, mm-hmm. All right, you're number four. Uh, my number four is actually uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I fucking ah. love this movie. Yeah, that's um, so good. Yeah, it, there's no reason, like you said, for it to uh, be as good as it is. It just, it's a miracle. Uh, <laughs> and I wish it would have done better. Uh, still hoping somehow they'll make another one. Oh, God, yeah, but... I'm hoping. <laughs> it's nice but, to yeah, see Michelle uh... Rodriguez be fun in something, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, she got to stretch out a bit of her under acting... Uh, chops and be still super badass so mm-hmm. um, and maybe we'll see uh jarnathan again God, so I, hope so. I, I love <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're partying you <laughs> all right God damn it. number three oppenheimer uh christopher nolan's oh. giant epic oppenheimer i absolutely love this movie um score wise editing good lord uh the editing in this movie just um mm-hmm just immaculate I'll, I'll just say i'm surprised it, did it get nominated for editing this year i'd have to check um mm-hmm. it'd be crazy if it didn't uh wonderful score by Ludwig uh gornson who uh did uh you would know from does the uh the mando theme um mm-hmm. so yeah not much to say killian murphy kills it emily blunt uh kills like her one scene you're like oh yeah that's her oscar scene that's her. Mm-hmm. That's her nomination scene right there. Um, just really good stuff. And uh, yeah, one of my. Uh, it's hard to where I would put this with my Nolan. You know, the rest of Nolan. Nothing will ever beat the Prestige for me. Um, it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard to top that movie in my mind. Uh, but this is up there. This is certainly mm-hmm. up there. I think it's right below Interstellar for me though. Um, yeah. 
But yeah. All right. What is your number three? Uh, my number three will be real quick. Uh, no one will save you. Uh, I ah. go back and forth between this, and uh, I just find it more and more interesting to me. Uh, the the ending I had such a problem with earlier on, I kind of enjoy having that ending now. It's so fucking mm. weird. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two for me. Uh, I thought this was going to be number one, and then uh, one movie snuck in. Um, number two is uh, The Holdovers. Um, mm. I, uh, for me, this is going to be a movie I watch every Christmas. So mm. I just I adore this movie, and I think this is a movie made for people who don't necessarily enjoy the holidays. Mm. Um, people that, like, if you've had a death around that time, or if you're just lonely around this time of year... Um, like, you don't have much family. I think it's a movie kind of made for you. Um, mm. You know, like, so it's just really, really good. And it's funny, wholesome, uh, makes you cry, makes you laugh. It's got everything. Wonderful, wonderful, um, just also it has that 70s kind of grain to it that I just really liked. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just a really, to me, just a kind of a special movie. But what is your number two? Uh, my number two is actually The Killer. Uh, ah. I really fucking love this movie. Um, and I will say that without the beginning 30 minutes, uh, this movie would not be in my number two spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, that first 30 is fucking amazing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah wonderful sound editing. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful sound editing in that movie. All right. My number one. No, so, um... This is not a surprise, surprise, Lando in disguise. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, is mm. my number one. Um, nice. Love this movie. I'm still debating on which one I like more in my mind. Um, mm -hmm. But just one accomplishment, animation, uh, comedy, maybe still just laugh. I cannot wait for the third one, um, obviously. And I just like that this is kind of more of a Gwen story. Um, mm -hmm. obviously Miles is still the main character but Gwen got way more time to shine in this one and I um, she's just one of my favorite Marvel characters and uh, would you agree that the Gwen Stacy, Stacy costume is like one of the best designs in like the last I don't know 20 years oh yeah definitely like it's such yeah. a good it's such a good costume <laughs> um, but yeah uh, Across the Spider-Verse my number one movie of 2023 what is your number one movie my uh, number one movie is also absolutely no surprise to anyone who knows me. Uh, Godzilla minus one. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking fantastic. I still need uh, to see it. I, yeah, I need to get this uh, physical when it comes out. Um, fuck, I just want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need but, yeah. to see it. I need to see it. All right. All right, so <coughs> now we're going to get into uh, recommendations. Uh, oh, do so you mind if I go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so uh, this kind of came from uh, watching Cabinet of Curiosities. I actually was like, oh, when I mentioned David Hewitt, I was like, oh, as, what is he? What has this man done? I actually have never really looked at his uh, filmography that much. And I found this one movie. Alex just doesn't even have a tomato meter rating. Um, that's how indie this was. It's called uh, Treed Murray. So Tree 
and then D at the end, and then Murray. Um, hmm. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. I I I had never heard of it either. So we're right there. <laughs> um, but uh, it stars David Hewitt, and really, that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I mean, in terms of like notable actors, um, but essentially, um, Murray Roberts is in control of his uh, or. Um, Oh, this is a terrible description of the plot. I'll just explain it myself. <laughs> I thought this would help me a bit more. But uh, essentially, this guy, uh, Murray, is just watching through Central Park um, and essentially gets mugged, manages to escape, and hides in a tree uh, while these punks are trying to get to him. And mm -hmm. that is the movie. All right. Um, I know that kind of sounds like a really silly premise, but really good character development. Everything that you think that these kids should do, they do. They're like, mm. you're probably thinking to yourself, why don't they just go on each other's shoulders and get up there and get them? They try that. doesn't work. Uh, they There's five of them, and they try to kind of gain up on them at the same time with two of them. doesn't work. Um, mm. And uh, he starts sort of manipulating them against each other and sort of kind of fucks with them a little bit to try and get out of this situation. Um, interesting characters. Um, David Hewitt's fucking incredible in this. I think he's a very underrated actor. I always thought that in Stargate Atlantis, I'm like, Jason Momo is going to blow up, but I think David Hewitt has a chance to do some really cool stuff. Unfortunately, that hasn't really happened for him. Um, but it does have a 81% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 3.5, or I'm sorry, 3.4 on Letterboxd. So it's rated well by people that have seen it. Um, it's a very simple movie. Uh, it's just a Canadian film, and it's one of those movies where it um, inspires you to make a movie because it's like such a simple premise. Alex, I could not find out the budget for this movie. I tried. Mm -hmm. I could not find any information about this movie, really, in general. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's called Trade Murray. I know the premise sounds kind of silly, but give it a chance. Yeah. It's only... Yeah. Um, give it a chance. It's only 90 minutes. Um, and they make use of all that time. And I, I do think it's, it's really good. Um, mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it way more than I thought. And it's just free on, uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon prime via, um, freebie. Mm -hmm. All okay. right. Yeah, I know it's a, yeah. it's a bit of a weird one, but I, yeah, that's a good one. another, just an unknown. Oh, it's from like 2001, so it's a it's a it's an older movie. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, my uh, recommendation is a uh, hit the uh, emergency glass uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I I was having a hard time thinking of something like great, and then I just went, yeah, let's let's finally talk about something that was from the the 90s. And is one of my favorite things, and that's uh, the show Angel. Uh, if you have ever heard of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this is the spin-off series. Uh, and it's just kind of a proceed. It's almost like a procedural cop show, or a Monster of the Week show, actually, as I guess people would know it as now from, like, Supernatural and X-Files and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but it just... Uh, fun character dynamics like the the other uh, or like Buffy um, but less uh, Joss Whedon involvement if that helps 
<laughs> he, he isn't involved as much in this show. So, um, and the last couple seasons are some of the best seasons of TV that I, I can really think of. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's all, the whole series is on Hulu. Uh, it might even be on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, it's my recommendation. One of my favorite shows of all time. Um, I just realized... Yeah. Uh, Buffy is now a Disney princess. Um, <laughs> That's true. <huh? laughs> <laughs> All right. Where to stream Hannibal? It's on Tubi. Um, Alex, um, I'm sorry you got to watch this very boring movie, um, but we'll get through it together. Um, there are just some really, we'll get into it, some strange choices <laughs> direction-wise made in that movie that was just like a thing back then. We'll get into it. I I can't. Mm-hmm. Even, I don't even know what to call it. Like the, mm-hmm. like it's like this weird fast slowdown. Like I don't know. I I literally can't explain it. Um. And so, it's on Tubi. Um. And honestly, I'm not gonna read. I'm, <laughs> I'm burnt out after reading these two books now. <laughs> so oh, shortly. Uh. So I'm not gonna be reading Hannibal. Um. Mm-hmm. I will Google the differences. I'll mm-hmm. do that. Um, but I'm just kind of burnt out right now. Um, just depression-wise and stuff like that. And getting through silence was a kind of a... Not a struggle, but... Yeah. I, it was definitely, like... I lost focus so much, Alex. I'm like, fucking shit. I gotta reread this whole page again. Because, you know, oh. when I, everyone experiences when you read... You're reading the book, but your brain is not taking in those words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and that happened way too much with this. So, I'm saying right now, sorry if y'all want to hear my thoughts, but um, I did read Silence, and I'll just get the, um, let's get, actually, Alex, you hadn't seen Silence in the Lamb scene, you said 10 years? 10 plus? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> watching Silence of the Lambs now... Uh, with 2024 eyes, what did you think? Uh, I still think it's an absolutely great movie. I can see why it's a classic. Um, I had some weird problems watching this on Amazon Prime because for some reason it was doing uh, TV uh, edits. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So it it's okay. Uh, but. I wouldn't say edits as much as it just like had commercial break moments, oh, like where okay. it just went black for some reason. Okay, uh, that's so I, weird. So that kind of made it feel a little odd. But uh, in between that, I still uh, love the dynamic between uh, Clarice and Hannibal. I think that's what makes the movie special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and buffalo bill's part in it is is interesting and i wish it was a little bit more fleshed out watching this nowadays uh yeah uh i'll get into that actually uh yeah you know the book yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, because the book does flesh out that more um yeah no uh if you made me put this and if you made me make a top 20 of all time list this would probably be in there um Mm -hmm. i love this movie so much um one uh really popularized one the fbi profiler mm-hmm. this movie like really popularized that obviously serial killers and they existed but this movie kind of made people realize oh this is a job um yeah and obviously uh we probably would not have dana scully without this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> um a strong female fbi agent character um mm-hmm. so 
Um, and there's some similarities between Clarice and uh, Dana. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I love this movie. I love uh, the way it's shot. Um, also, Alex, I believe this is our first Best Picture winner. Oh, really? All that right. we've done on the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because this actually did win a... Also, it's insane that people do not call this a horror film. <laughs> yeah, I, this is definitely... It, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a horror film. I don't know what to tell y'all. Um, mm-hmm. I just think there's still some stink on that word, so people don't want to say a horror movie won Best Picture. Um, yeah. So, one, I think it won Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, directing... Obviously, Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins both took uh, both took uh, trophies as well. And Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins was not exactly a known actor at this point. Mm-hmm. He had done things. He was in that movie uh, Magic, um, mm-hmm. with uh, the killer doll. It kind of predates uh, Chucky in a, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, best writing, best director, best actress, best actor, best picture, um, and then nominee for best sound and nominee for best film editing. Um, which makes a lot of sense. The f- editing in this movie is fantastic. Um, I love the point of view shots, especially. Like, a yeah. lot of this movie you're seeing through Clarice's eyes. Um, yeah. And I'll get into the book differences here. Uh, one, um, Hannibal has six fingers um, mm. on one of his hands. Um, mm. I can see why they make that choice. One, probably to save money. <laughs> Two, yeah. When it make him more menacing or less scary, kind of hard to tell, so just don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why? Like if you have to ask the question, then probably just don't do it. Um, yeah. So, I that made sense to me. One, Clarice is way more closer to her um, Night Country character, <laughs> Jodie Foster. <laughs> she's a <laughs> bit more of a take-no-bullshit character. Um, mm-hmm. She's telling people to fuck off like and mentally she's just calling everyone uh you know she's like in her head she's like fuck you you cretin um like mm-hmm. you know she's a little bit more she's not as um um i don't know what what the word is i guess kind i don't know i can't think of a better word <laughs> um another big difference was jack crawford's character actually so mm-hmm. if you've watched the hannibal show you know in the hannibal show um, Jack's wife is sick in the show. Um, mm-hmm. And they brought that from the show from this book, particularly. Because in the book, uh, Jack's wife is sick. He's taking care of her. Um, and um, he's stressed. Looks like shit. Hasn't eaten really much. Um, but he is still uh, Clarice's guide uh, way more. Because Clarice kind of... I want to say she's... Um, Mary Sue and Silence, not that at all. Um, mm. But she figures out a lot more on her own in the movie. And I think that's mm. just a cut time. Um, the script time. Because there is, like, when she wants to get into that shed, um, or what is it called, Alex? A storage unit. The storage unit? Yeah. That's a lot more drawn out. Um, trying to find this thing. Or mm-hmm. end this person. So um, I'll also say that. And then... Uh, the ending, pretty much similar, besides the fact that he doesn't <laughs> follow Chilton down the street. Um, um, I want to know what that discussion was also. Like, guys, just keep walking. Uh, walk as mm. far as you can uh, for this <laughs> final shot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just want to know how they uh, 
what they did there. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. I'm sorry, I didn't take notes when I was reading the book, so I'm just trying to come off the top of my head here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, bam for a second uh, while I uh, think here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, one of the things I will say is I, I, do, I you probably don't even remember this because I just it just popped into my head mm-hmm. while watching Silence of the Lambs that uh, the show Clarice was a thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I actually have that in my notes. Yes, Clarice. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I was going to try to talk about that on the Hannibal Pilot episode, but I guess I'll just talk about it here. Um, so, Hannibal, the TV show, could not use elements of Silence of the Lambs because the rights are split between the books. Because mm-hmm. back then, uh, book rights were just split. That's why you have so many Stephen King stories just at different companies. doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I am tired, folks. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, oh, the Clary's show. So, Brian Fuller, creator of Hannibal, went to MGM and said, Hey, you can't use Hannibal at all. You can't even mention oh, the fuck. name. You can't do anything. She's just an FBI, it's just an FBI agent show. We'll give mm. you elements of Hannibal. If you give us some elements of Silence of the Lambs, Brian Fuller really wanted to use Clarice. Obviously mm-hmm. couldn't. Um, so, and MGM just would not play ball. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, makes sense. They're kind of a curmudgeon old-ass company anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think Sterling got canceled too, not that long ago. I think it went on for three seasons, didn't it? Um, it went on for a couple seasons. Um, Did it? Wow. I think I think so. Maybe not. Uh, I'm I I could be just talking out of my ass here. Um, <laughs> but uh, other book notes. Oh yeah, he gets plastic surgery um, at the end, um, which I'm like, uh, yeah, obviously that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's just too convoluted. Um, yeah, he just gets a wig in this one. Yeah, he gets a wig and uh, just walks down to in a in a nice little uh, hat. He probably bought for like two dollars. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other book differences. Oh, they do. I did want to mention this. <laughs> they do mention because remember last episode I mentioned Red Dragon. I remembered there being more to the ending um, mm. than just the confrontation at her house. I was right. Turns out. The Tooth Fairy does... Hannibal leads the Tooth Fairy to Will's house and Will gets fucking butchered in the face. Um, he's oh, alive, but he essentially looks like fucking Mason Verger. Um, like, uh, he gets fucked up in that book. Um, and he kind of used that as an intimidation tactic against uh, Clarice in the book, kind of asking her, like, oh, did you hear about what happened to Will Graham? Um, yeah, he got his face fucked up in the book. So I apologize, I didn't read the book, because I could have brought that up on the last episode, but um, we will see a version of that scene in Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that they didn't put it in the book, or in Manhunter, considering the mm-hmm. author wrote that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think that's, like, the biggest book differences I can think of. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, though, uh, one of the more famous things from this movie... Um, is just uh, Hannibal's uh, dialogue um, in yes. this movie. Um, and also the build-up to Hannibal, I particularly loved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, 
the way they talk about him, it seems like a mythical monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it doesn't seem real. And then, uh, also in the book, it is a little bit different. Like, in the book, his cell is not, like, glass. It's, it is it is like a bar. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just more, you know, it's like the standard bar thing. And he's not just standing there very awkwardly when Clarice uh, walks in. Um, mm-hmm. The cum shot still happens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know if you've seen the movie. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just, like, sitting reading, like, in the darkness. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting how they did that differently. Um, And he's a bit meaner. um, A little bit... He's just... uh, He's closer to Mads than Anthony Hopkins in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit more of a manipulator. Um, Anthony Hopkins just plays it a little bit differently. Um, But my favorite scene in the movie is probably the Switch the switch of and they do this in so many movies but I feel like this is one of the first ones to do it uh, is when Clarice goes to the house and you think they're at the same place but they're not and it's actually mm-hmm. like switched around Saw 2 did this very effectively um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I love that scene um, and then um, I couldn't imagine this movie in theaters Mm-hmm. Like seeing, especially that final act in the basement with the night vision yeah. goggles, because they show the night vision goggles for, and you kind of forget that he has them when he mm-hmm. um, abducts that one girl. Um, but yeah, and then also, <laughs> uh, I the the whole uh, trans things in this movie, not the yeah. best, not the worst either, though. Uh, the way Hannibal talks about how it's, he's like he's just playing dress up. Um, that's that's kind of what he says, right? Like he's just kind of pretending. Yeah. He doesn't know. Oh, I will say this about Buffalo Bill in the book. He wants to be his own mother. In a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, because apparently he doesn't he didn't have much of a mom, so like why this he's making that bodysuit and everything uh, mm-hmm. is because and the cross-dressing is because he wants to be his own mom in some yeah. perverted way in his uh, mind um, but yeah what was your uh, favorite like scene section um, my favorite scene I think is uh, when they're talking about uh, obviously when Clarice is talking about uh, the, the lambs oh yeah um, that's yeah, but, the reason for the book title, which they never actually but, say the name of the book or the title, mm-hmm. but it's inferred to quiet, yeah. the, quiet the lambs. Um, but uh, yeah, specifically during that point, you uh, can see why she's uh, so she's, determined. Why she's so determined, and uh, I believe it's the same scene you, at least visually my favorite scene and i'm trying to remember if this is the same scene is uh when she is talking about her past and uh you can also see uh from your angle you can also see hannibal's face in the reflection yes and yeah so that that's definitely visually my favorite scene uh narratively seen it would be uh um, the, the that actual probably won her Oscar. Was just that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably her Oscar scene. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, um, put the lotion in the basket, the most famous line <laughs> from this movie, arguably. Um, yeah. And ten turn to reach the rivers, and this is uh, very interesting. <laughs> um, if everyone knows Ted Levine, he's a monk uh, as Captain uh, Stoudemire, uh, and then he's uh, he's one of the generals in Evolution, uh, the David Duchovny <laughs> movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's a I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie too. It's not good, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it has Julianne Moore, which says a lot, because I didn't even mm-hmm. watch May, December. I'm like, oh, that's Julianne Moore. I'm good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm Look, I'm not going to follow all my th- fellow redheads. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, and we're going to get into Julianne Moore next week. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get into that and why the casting changed and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, and George Foster, she already won a statue before this, so this is already her second mm. one, uh, which is mm-hmm. insane. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, this made Anthony Hopkins a household name, and then he was just in everything after this. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, ooh, actually, I just thought of a recommendation uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for uh, next time. All right. Oh, I'm trying to think of uh, what else to talk about here. Um Oh, obviously, uh, the the twist at the end with uh, Hannibal, the the face removal, mm-hmm. did that all very quickly. Yeah, very very good at his murder uh, tableaus. You need to be good yeah. at your murder tableaus. Yeah, well, I I had a problem with that with uh, one part of that because he starts uh, pretending to like seize, mm-hmm. and he's already supposedly hooked up to all this equipment and they're like, he's seizing. And he, but he's still like has perfectly normal heartbeat and everything, but they're not, not noticing any of this. So I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't even notice that. That's very, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you love a movie so much, these kind of things, uh, blind you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I still just a really great scene. I love the twist. Um, mm-hmm, and definitely. how he how he gets away, and then yes, his murder tableau, which is a very famous thing in just Hannibal in general, is the tableaus. Um, also, I think this definitely made serial killers and serial killer movies more popular. Because mm-hmm. um, shortly after this, we I think it was three, four years later, we got seven. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I definitely think that was part of it. You know that sort of that. That craze back in the day, because um, this movie made a lot of things just super popular. It made uh, Anthony Hopkins popular, FBI profilers, um, mm-hmm. just so much. And um, yeah, it's crazy. This is our first Best Picture winner, and it's a horror movie, so that just fits mm-hmm. uh, for us. Um, but uh, oh, and then I remembered last time I said Eric Roberts plays Crawford. I meant Scott Glenn. Um, Eric mm. Roberts, completely different actor. I meant Scott Glenn. Yes. <laughs> um, Scott Glenn, you would know from uh, Daredevil, the TV show. He's Matt's teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's um, he's his splinter. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not his stick? name. Stick. I Was mean, yeah. It? I mean, wait. Who copied? Who inspired who? Was it Daredevil inspired Ninja Turtles or Ninja Turtles inspired Daredevil? I think Daredevil. 
inspired Ninja I Turtles? Re- yeah. Okay. Because okay. I remember the the popular. Yeah, Daredevil's like... way older, so that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because I know that's like a direct influence, essentially. I mean, down <laughs> to the master and everything, stick and splinter. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. Um, I think we're good on silence here. I'm trying to think of uh, anything else. I think we covered most of the movie. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good here. What about you? Anything mm-hmm. else you want to mention? Uh-huh. I think I'm good. Uh, I think they did the FBI uh, uh, field office and everything and everything going on there. They did pretty good. And Oh, yeah. Um... I like the little details of the white stuff underneath the nose when they had to, to look at the, the body. The body, the, yeah. The, the uh, bloater. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, and my girl was like, what is that stuff? I'm like, I think it's so they don't smell a rotting uh, yeah. water corpse. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to smell ten times worse than a normal corpse. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, really, really good stuff. And then next week, or not next week, two weeks from now, uh, or two to three, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> last, uh, I was just uh, not doing mentally well, so... Um, I asked Alex, and he was kind enough to be like, yeah, of course. Um, mm-hmm. on, on IMDb, I know, and this is the most IMDb brain system is dumb, but number 23, still to this day. It's pretty damn high. It's pretty damn high. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, movie magic, obviously. And we didn't do this for oh, Manhunter, yeah. but I will also say movie magic for Manhunter oh, yeah, as well. Definitely. Um I don't think that's going to be the case with the next movie, but Alex, I wish you get to watch this one for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you get to watch the bad one for free, um, mm-hmm. so that's good. And then, um, yeah, it'll be another Ridley Scott. It will be our fourth Ridley Scott movie on this podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Um, and uh, he'll go one for three. <laughs> one no. for <laughs> Um, Damn. I'm, I'm sorry, Ridley, but you, you know, you made some mm-hmm. cho- you made some strange choices here, bro. You made some strange <laughs> choices, and uh, also J- Jonathan Demi. Um, I'm like, what, what what have you done? Because I don't really know you too well. You did Philadelphia, Adaption. Mm-hmm. So this was seen to be kind of out of his uh, uh, wheelhouse a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Just probably was one of those directors that can. There's just so certain directors that are like, can adapt to any genre, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the same. Uh, Richard Donner did fucking, The Omen and Superman a year apart. <laughs> yeah. This shouldn't be any more different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, though, could you imagine? You get to work with Jerry Goldsmith. On the Omen score, then the next year you hear John Williams' Superman theme. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Man, Damn. I would. I would, That would just be incredible. Because, dude, the the Omen theme or the score mm-hmm. of that movie, fucking underrated, dude. It's so. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Um, <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. Next week, with uh, oh, and then let's do our ranking. Obviously, Sounds oh, yeah. of the Lambs number one. Um, <clears throat> do you disagree or you uh uh i i com- i completely agree i think uh i will say that i think the procedural um elements of manhunter i did like more than silence of the lambs but overall as a film 
I liked Silence of the Lambs more than Manhunter. Especially that second so. half is a lot stronger. Yeah, in way, this movie. way stronger. And not even two twenty, not even two hours long. This movie mm-hmm. flies the fuck by too. Yeah, um, it's it feels oh, like yeah. ninety minutes, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why I got nominated for editing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what good editing does. Um, all right, everyone have a good couple of weeks, and we'll be back with. Um, uh, Joya Moore and Anthony Hopkins and a not so good version um, but please watch it along with us and uh, y'all have a good couple weeks